today is Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sarishwati Thakur's Disappearance Day. On the Disappearance Day of an Acharya, we generally sing the Song of Separation, which was composed by Srila Narottam Das Thakur when his very, very dear associate and senior godbrother Srinivas Acharya appeared, disappeared. It goes like Jianilo Premodhano Koruna Prochur Hano Prabhu Kothagela Acharya Thakur Kahamuro Sharup Rupo Kaha Rokhunath Kaha Shanatan Kaha Dasha Rokhunath Kotito Pavan Kahamoro Bhatta Jugo Kaha Kobiraj Eko Kale Kothagela Gaura Nataraj Pashane Kutibo Matha Anale Poshibo Gaurango Gunero Nithi Kotha Gale Pabo Sheshabo Shangiro Shange Jekoilo Vilash Sheshango Napaya Kande Narottamadash In separation of Srila Srinivasa Acharya Thakur Narottam Das Thakur is lamenting. The one who brought the wealth of Krishna Prem to this world, where did that Srinivasa Acharya Thakur go? Where is my Sarup Damodar Goswami? Where is Rupa Goswami? Where is Sanatan Goswami? Where is Raghunath Das Goswami, the saviour of the fallen? Where is my Gopal Bhatta and Raghunath Bhatta Goswami? Where is Krishna Das Koviraj? All together, where did he go along with the, the king of dancers? Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Gaura Nataraj. Due to their separation, I will bang my head against this rock. I will enter into fire. Where can I find Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Gauranga Prabhu, the reservoir of all good qualities? not getting the, <coughs> the one who performed his pastimes along with his associates, not getting in his association, Narottam Dash weeps. Mm -hmm. 
जियानिलो प्रेमो
শেষঙ্গনা পাইয়া কান্দে নরতম শেষঙ্গনা পাইয়া কান্দে নরতম প্রভু কোথা গেলা আচার্য জয় ভক্তি সিদ্ধান্ত সরস্বতী সিদ্ধান্ত সরস্বতী জয় ভক্তি সিদ্ধান্ত সরস্বতী ঠাকুর ভক্তি সিদ্ধান্ত সরস্বতী ঠাকুর Jaya Prabhupada, Jaya Prabhupada, Prabhupada, Jaya Prabhupada. Nittai Gaur Hari Gaur, Hari Gaur, Hari Gaur, Hari Gaur. নমা ওম বিষ্ণুপদায় কৃষ্ণপৃষ্ঠায় ভূতলে শ্রীমতে ভক্তিবেদান্ত স্বামী নীতিনামিনে নমস্তে সরস্বতী দেবে গৌরবাণী প্রচারিণে নির্বিশেষ শূন্যবাদী পাশ্চাত্যদেশতারিণে নমা ওম বিষ্ণুপদায় কৃষ্ণপৃষ্ঠায় ভূতলে শ্রীমতে ভক্তি সিদ্ধান্ত সরস্বতী নামিনে শ্রী বার্ষভানবী দেবী দয়িতায় কৃপাধয়ে কৃষ্ণসম্বন্ধ বিজ্ঞান দায়িনে প্রভবে নম নমস্তে গৌরবাণী মাধুর্য উজ্জ্বল প্রেমাড শ্রীরূপানুগ ভক্তিদ শ্রীগৌরকরুণাশক্তি বিগ্রহায় নমস্তে নমস্তে গৌরবাণী শ্রীমূর্ত দীনতারিণে রূপানুগ বিরুদ্ধাপ সিদ্ধান্ত ধান্তহারিণে শ্রীকৃষ্ণ চৈতন্য প্রভু নিত্যানন্দ শ্রী অদ্বৈত গদাধর শিবাসী গৌরভক্তবৃন্দ হরে কৃষ্ণ হরে কৃষ্ণ 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 হরে হরে 
हरे राम हरे राम 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 शील भक्ति सिद्धांत सरस्वती ठाकुर की गौर प्रेमानंदे हरे हरे कृष्णा सो टुडेज शील भक्ति सिद्धांत सरस्वती ठाकुर डिसअपियरेंस डे एंड वी आर सेलिब्रेटिंग दैट डिसअपियरेंस a personality a spiritual personality and spirit spiritual personalities are not born and die they actually appear and disappear we celebrate them not as their birthday but as their appearance day and their disappearance they come from the spiritual sky due to the divine arrangement of the supreme personality of godhead and shila bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur is one such personality he came from the spiritual sky due to the prayers of his illustrious father shila bhakti vinod thakur Bhakti Vinod Thakur is another very special spiritual personality. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to distribute Krishna consciousness and he inundated the whole of India with Krishna prem or Krishna consciousness. But soon after soon means about 250 years after his disappearance his teachings and his dham his spiritual abode disappeared it was his divine arrangement his teachings disappeared his teachings were eclipsed by the unscrupulous propaganda of all kinds of unscrupulous people who are pretending to be spiritual personalities but they were pushing their intense materialistic agenda of enjoying in this material nature the spiritual process shows us that the real enjoyment is in the spiritual world and this material nature is a place of suffering that is what a true sadhu a true saintly personality reminds us and that's why <clears throat> the spiritual process is founded on four regulative principles no meat eating no intoxication no illicit sex no gambling now these people in the name of shri chaitanya mahaprabhu were promoting these four sinful activities their practice was simply based on uh, fish eating uh, not so much meat as such <coughs> but based on fish eating intoxication uh, smoking marijuana and hashish even opium 
illicit sex. Some groups had the custom that unless you elope somebody else's wife, you won't understand what is the relationship between Radha and Krishna. <laughs> and that's what was going on. That is, uh, and gambling. So <clears throat> you can well imagine what was the condition at that time. And all that was going on in the name of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They were saying that this is what Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teaching was. And as a result of that, cultured, educated people of India at that time did not have anything to do with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So we can see how Mahaprabhu's teachings were totally eclipsed by these upper sampradayas. And at that time, Srila Bhakti Vinod Thakur appeared. It was, you can see, it was the divine arrangement of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Bhaktivinoda Thakur appeared and he started to revive Krishna consciousness at a time when in entire Bengal he couldn't find a single copy of Chaitanya Charitamrita. He was a very uh, well-placed well government officer at that time. He was a deputy magistrate. We can see he had quite a lot of influence and he was extensively searching for a copy of Chaitanya Charitamrita, he couldn't find a single one. And then eventually he found one copy in Orissa. And with that copy, he started to present Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's life and teachings. With his commentary called Amrita Pravaha Bhashya. The commentary, that's a flow of nectar. So in this way, Bhaktivinoda Thakur actually start, started to revive Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teachings when it was practically lost. But Bhaktivinoda Thakur was a very highly placed government officer, so he didn't really have that much of time. Although he was preparing the ground, printing books, Chaitanya Charitamrita, Chaitanya Bhagavad, Bhakti Ratnakar, and other such books, and he was regularly printing magazines and daily newspapers. But he himself couldn't really start to preach the mission of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And when he was a deputy magistrate of Jagannath Puri, he was a custodian of Jagannath temple at that time. He prayed to Lord Jagannath to send a suitable assistant who could help him, who could assist him in his mission. And as a result of that, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur appeared. A gift from Lord Jagannath in response to his prayers. Therefore, he named him as Bimala Prashad. You all know what Prashad means. He was the Prashad of Lord Jagannath, but he didn't identify him as the Prashad, direct Prashad of Lord Jagannath, 
but he identified him, Bhakti Vinod Thakur identified him as the prasad of Bimala Devi because Jagannath's offerings, after offering his prasad, goes to Bimala Devi, who is actually Durga Devi and who takes care of the distribution of Jagannath's prasad. She is the Annapurna, another name of Durga or Mahamaya is Annapurna. She is full of Anna, food, and she, is the, she distributes the food. So she distributes Jagannath's prasad. Therefore, Bhaktivinoda Thakur named him as Bimala Prasad, who appeared on the 6th February of 1874. When he was six months old, it was the time for Jagannath's chariot festival, Ratijatra. Bhaktivinoda Thakur's house was on the road uh, that goes from Jagannath temple to Gundicha temple where the chariot of Lord Jagannath passes. And when the chariot came in front of Bhaktivinoda Thakur's house, for some unknown reason, all of a sudden, the chariot stopped. The chariot wouldn't move. For three days, the chariot stayed there without moving. Bhaktivinoda Thakur told his wife, that uh, in order to take that opportunity to take the baby Bimala Prashad to receive the mercy of Lord Jagannath. And when the child was taken to Lord Jagannath, uh, Jagannath's garden, garland fell on him, displaying uh, his mercy being bestowed upon him. And at that time, his Annaprasan, grain giving ceremony was conducted right in front of Lord Jagannath on his chariot with the uh, prasad of Lord Jagannath. So, <clears throat> this is how we can see how his illustrious life actually started. And after his birth, when the astrologers read his chart, astrological chart, they found that he was an illustrious personality. All the auspicious signs are displaying that he is going to become an, an illustrious spiritual personality in future. And also the symptoms of a Mahapurusha uh, exalted personality was in his person. One such symptom is that his hands stretch all the way up to his knees. Uh, his two arms stretch up to his knees. So, <clears throat> when he was Six years old, uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur was to build, he was going to build a house in Calcutta. And when they were digging the foundation, digging the earth for the found, to create the foundation, 
they found a Kurma deity. And Bhaktivinoda Thakur gave that deity to him to worship. Gave it to Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur to worship. And so he started to worship Lord Nishingadev. I'm sorry, Kurmadev. And then when he was, yeah, this is also another wonderful accomplishment is that when he was seven years old, he memorized the entire Bhagavad Gita. <laughs> entire Bhagavad Gita was memorized by him. And I must admit, I mean, we are seeing such brilliance in some of our children also. Uh, I know one child, he is about, he is seven years old now, and he already knows about six chapters of Shiman, Bhagavad six chapters of Bhagavad Gita completely memorized. And he's in America. Son of an Indian family though. Son of Indian parents. Anyway, I mean, we are seeing such brilliance is being displayed. And Prabhupada did say that the children in our movement, two or three generations after, will be born with mystic power. So mothers, uh, please bring up your children with that understanding, that they are special personalities. Train them up, groom them up in such a way that they all can become uh, proper representatives of Srila Prabhupada to spread Krishna consciousness all over the world. That's the responsibility that parents have. Jai Shri Shri Radha Madhava Shriman Mahaprabhu Shakhi Brindaki Jai. Gaur Premanandi Jai Shri Shinishinga Bhagavan Ki Jai Shri Shipanchatatva Ki Srila Prabhupada Ki And at the age of 11, he <coughs> traveled with his father to various places of pilgrimage of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu the places that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu traveled. He traveled with his father. And when he was 13 years old, Srila Bhakti Vinod Thakur gave him the Nishinga Deity, Nishinga Mantra, and Haridam to chant. So this has been given Kurma Deity because Kulmadev is the lord of water. And Bhakti Rasa is considered to be liquid. Therefore, the presiding deity of Bhakti Rasa in that way is Kulmadev. That's why Bhaktivinoda Thakur gave him Kulmadeity first. And then Rishingadev is Bhakti Bhigna Vinashan. He removes all the impediments from the path of devotion. That's why, that's why he gave him Nishinga Mantra. And Nishingadev actually removes Jat Pada Pallava Jugam Binidhaya Kumbha Dande Pranama Samaye Saganadhi Raja Bignan Bihantum Alamasa Jagatrayasya Govindamadi Purusham Tamahan Bhajami. 
Ganesh is known for his his special mercy in the form of removing the impediments from the three worlds, Jagat, Trayas, Upper, Lower and Middle Planetary System. How he does that? By holding the lotus feet of Nishingadev on his head. So Ganesh removes the impediments from the material nature, but Nishingadev removes all the impediments from our spiritual progress, from the spiritual path. Therefore, we worship Lord Nishingadev every day with the prayer, please. Remove this impediments. Bhakti Bigna Binashan. Bigna means impediments. Binashan destroyer. Bhakti Bigna Binasha. He is the destroyer of all the impediments from the path of devotion. <clears throat> so we can see that how he was being groomed up by his illustrious father, Srila Bhakti Thakur. And we can see another brilliance. I mean, he was materially, intellectually, <coughs> he was extremely brilliant. He was considered to be the greatest scholar of that time, even at a young age. When he was in college, he defeated one scholar who was known for his scholarship. In his young age, he got the title Bhakti Siddhanta, Siddhna, not Bhakti, but Siddhanta Saraswati. Siddhanta, his conclusion on astrology was so outstanding that the scholars of that time, the astrological society of that time gave him that title, Siddhanta Saraswati. He is Saraswati, in, in his Siddhanta. He is expert as Saraswati in his conclusion of the, in his ultimate conclusions of the scriptures. At the age of 16, he formed a society called Chirokumar Shabha. Chirokumar means those who take a vow to remain brahmachari throughout his life. At the age of 16, he started that society. To take, he inspired his friends and other associates to uh, take up this uh, illustrious life of a brahmachari, life of a celibate. Many joined, no doubt, but only one succeeded. <laughs> and that was Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur himself. Uh, he was, he remained a celibate throughout his life. He <clears throat> entered into college and 
but uh, he joined the college in 1993, uh, but after two years he dropped out. He gave up his studies, although he was the most brilliant student at that, of the college at that time. And his point was that if he studied and got recognition as a scholar with degree and all, then he'll be forced to take up a good job and get entangled in the materialistic way of life. Therefore, he, uh, he skipped that possibility by uh, dropping out. Another thing also we can see that this education system was established by the British. And as a result of that education, the Vedic culture was destroyed. And he actually protested against that. In a similar way, Prabhupada also refused to accept his degree uh, after his graduation. Uh, because this was all the education, as Prabhupada said, is simply to make slaves out of people. This materialistic education that is going on in the world today is simply with an objective to get a job. To get a job means to become a sudra. So in this education system is designed to make sudras all over the world. But the brahmanas, kshatriyas and vaishyas don't accept jobs. All three are self-employed or independent in their occupation. So anyway, Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasitaka wrote in his autobiography that he was apprehensive that they, they, he may be forced to take up a kind of become properly situated in this mundane world with success. Therefore, he <coughs> He skipped that education. But at the same time, he actually accepted one service on sort of a job that you can say that was offered by the king of Tripura. In 95, practically soon after he gave up his studies, the king of Tripura offered him a kind of position to help in writing their history of that royal family. So Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasri accepted that because he considered that that would give him an opportunity to get involved in studies because the king had a very, very gorgeous library with beautiful collections of scriptures. So Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasri Thakur, while helping to write the, the history of the family, royal family of Tripura, there's a hum here. Who is checking that? Anyway, so <clears throat> when, while he was doing that, he was just studying the scriptures in the library. So this, about 10 years, he stayed there. And not only that, the king, uh, 
he actually noticed that some people were uh, employees of the king were cheating and uh, he reported to the king about that and the king actually appointed him to clean up uh, that cheating business and he did that. The king was extremely fond of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur and as a result of that he put his sons in his custody <coughs> to educate his children. And we have seen the history of that family, the royal family of Tripura. They, they became spiritually very, very astute. All the, the royal family members were spiritually very inclined. And very nice family actually. They had done a lot of work for the benefit of people and for promoting Krishna consciousness. So, <clears throat> but then in 2005, Bhakti Siddhanta Sarishwati Thakur decided to quit that job. By the time the king became so fond of him that although he resigned, he wanted, he granted him a pension throughout his life. <laughs> that throughout his life he will receive certain amount of money from the treasury uh, of the king. And Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasri Thakur, although initially he accepted, but then he stopped taking it. And in the meantime, Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasri Thakur became approached Gaurkishwadar Babaji Maharaj on the instruction of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta, Bhakti Vinod Thakur to, uh, to take initiation. I mean, he was, from his childhood, he was being, um, uh, being uh, groomed to become in the spiritual life. But when the time came, he realized that now he'll have to take initiation. So he approached Srila Bhakti Vinod Thakur that uh, who should I take initiation from? Because the father doesn't give initiation to the son. That's the custom. So Bhakti Vinod Thakur suggested that he takes initiation from Srila Gaur Das Babaji Maharaj. So he approached Gaur Das Babaji Maharaj for initiation. Now it's a, it's a wonderful contrast actually, apparently Gaurkishwar Das Babaji Maharaj was illiterate, totally illiterate. And Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur was the greatest scholar of his time. <coughs> so the greatest scholar is apparently approaching, rather approaching an apparently illiterate person for initiation. So Gaurkishwadar Babaji Maharaj was totally against that idea. He said, what? Taking initiation from me? You are the greatest scholar and I am an illiterate person. So <clears throat> Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasri Thakur said, look, I didn't come to you to get scholarly education. <clears throat> I have come to you to get Krishna Bhakti and you have a lot of it. 
<laughs> so when Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasri Thakur insisted in this way, then Gaurkishwar Dal Babaji Maharaj said, okay, let me consult with Krishna. I'll let you know. So after some time, Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasri Thakur went to him and said, so did you ask Krishna? He said, I forgot. <laughs> please, please ask him, please give me initiation. I know it's all that you're saying is simply excuses. And so then when he, third time when he went, then Gaurkishundar Babaji Maharaj said, yes, I asked. And he said that I am not qualified. <laughs> Bhakti Siddhanta Sharshi Thakur responded by saying that uh, you too, he is the cheater and you are his follower. <laughs> so no wonder that you are trying to cheat me deprive me uh, from your mercy. Anyway, if you don't bestow your mercy upon me, then I consider that maintaining my life is going to be an useless endeavor. So, I won't maintain my life, I'll give it up. So, when, and then Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasri just started to cry and cry and cry and falling so then finally, Gaurkishudas Babaji Maharaj agreed. And he was, although he was considered to be one of the greatest Vaishnava of all time, but he had only one disciple, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sarishati And he gave him the name Sri Barshabhanavi Devi Doitadash the servant of the lover of the daughter of King Prishubhanu. <laughs> what a beautiful name. <laughs> but uh, it is making that point in such a beautiful roundabout way. <laughs> the servant of the lover of the daughter of King Prishubhanu. Barshabhanavi Devi Daito Dash. So <clears throat> then Bhakti Vinod Thakur, Thakur went on for a pilgrimage and he, Bhakti Siddhanta Sarishri Thakur joined him in pilgrimage in northern part of India like Benares, Gaya and places like that. And then after that he himself traveled to South India. Most really he wanted to trace those places that Mahaprabhu went to. And then when he returned, he actually decided to chant, chant a billion name of Krishna. One thousand million names of Krishna. <coughs> and he came down to Mayapur. Staying in Jogopit, already Bhaktivinoda Thakur discovered the birthplace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and he set up a temple here. 
but Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur stayed on the bank of the Ganges in a hut that he himself built with just straws and bamboos. And he was chanting three lakhs name a day, just like Haridas Thakur. And then in 19, in 1918, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur took sannyas. In 1915, both Bhakti Vinod Thakur and Gorkisho Das Babaji Maharaj disappeared. So it was four years after Gorkisho Das Babaji Maharaj's disappearance. From a picture of Gorkisho Das Babaji Maharaj, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur took sannyas. <clears throat> and he accepted the name Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati. And this is how uh, he now embarked on the mission to preach Krishna consciousness. The following year in February, in March, he rented that place in Calcutta in number one Ultadanga main road and he started to preach. And within a short time, <coughs> the high-class, educated, intelligent people from Calcutta became attracted to him. Uh, as we also know, that in 22, 1922, Srila Prabhupada met Srila Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur in that building in Ultradanga Main Road. And not only in Bengal, he started to preach all over India. Uh, and within a few years' time, maybe within about 10 or 12 years' time, by 1933, within 14 years' time, he had 64 temples established, 63 in India and one in Burma. So 64 temples he established. And, and this, his preaching mission was amazing. Like the way he spread Krishna consciousness. Like at that time when communication and transport was very, very, uh, in a very undeveloped stage. At that time he, I don't know how he managed it, how he did it. All over India, he had his establishment. And the amazing thing is that many, many very exalted personalities became attracted to his teachings. Because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teachings is so attractive that when it is properly presented, the intelligent class of people are bound to accept it, provided they are receptive to it. They provided they open they are open to listen to it properly. I have noticed like when somebody carefully listens or attentively listens to Mahaprabhu's teachings, automatically becomes convinced. <clears throat> and in this way, Srila uh, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur started to spread Krishna consciousness and he established it all over India in such a beautiful way. 
It was in 1922 that Srila Prabhupada met him and then in 1933 Prabhupada got initiated by him and Srila Prabhupada actually, this is, I would like to share this with you. You all read it many times, I'm sure. This poetry that Srila Prabhupada wrote in address uh, glorifying his spiritual master. Uh, adore, adore you all, the happy day. <clears throat> My Lord and Master, His Divine Grace. Just want to uh, read it and share it with you all. <clears throat> adore, adore you all, the happy day. Blessed than heaven, sweeter than May. When he appeared at Puri, the holy place, my Lord Master, his divine grace. O oh, my Master, the evangelic angel, give us thy light, light up thy candle. Struggle for existence, a human race, the only hope is divine grace. Misled we are all going astray. Save us, Lord, our fervent pray. Wander the ways to turn our face. Adore thy feet, your divine grace. Forgotten Krishna, we fallen souls. Paying most heavy the illusions toll. Darkness around all untrace. The only hope, His divine grace. <clears throat> Message of service thou hast brought. A healthful life as Jaitanya wrought. Unknown to all, it's full of breasts. That's your gift, your divine grace. Absolute is sentient, thou hast proved. Impersonal calamity thou hast removed. This gives us a life anew and fresh. Worship thy feet, your divine grace. During his Vaspuja in 1934, Srila Prabhupada offered this to Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Swaraswati Thakur. He was very happy to read it, and especially this one. He emphatically said that he liked it so much. Uh, absolute is sentient, thou hast proved. Impersonal calamity, thou hast removed. This gives us a life anew and fresh. Worship thy feet, your divine grace. And we can see that this is also is the essence of our prayer to Srila Prabhupada. Nirvishesha Shunnavadi Paschatta Deshutari. Had you not come, who had told the message of Krishna, forceful and bold? That's your right, you have the mace. Save me a fallen, your divine grace. The line of service as drawn by you is pleasing and healthy like morning dew. The oldest of all, but in new dress, miracle done, 
your divine grace. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasvati Thakur Ki Srila Prabhupada Ki Then finally, Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasvati Thakur retired uh, from his preaching and he was intensely praying to Govardhan. Often he used to pray to Lord Govardhan that he gives him a place near his, near him. So he used to repeat that, he used to pray. And <clears throat> so then finally on the 1st January at 5.30 in the morning of 1937, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasvati Thakur left this planet. Today is the day, Tithi wise, uh, today uh, is the day. It's falling on 17 December, but the actual English, according to English calculation, Western calculation, Western calendar, he left on 1st January of 1937. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur ki, Srila Prabhupada ki, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasvati Thakur's Viraha Mahotsav ki, Kaur Premanande, Nama Om Vishnu Padaya, Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale, Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Nitinamine, Namaste Sharashate Deve Gauravani Pracharine, Nirvishesha Shunnavadi Paschata Vishatarine. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale, Srimate Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasati Tinamine, Shri Dvaitaya Kripabdhaye Krishna Sammandha Vigyana E Prabhavenama Madhurja Ujjala Premadda Shri Rupanuga Bhaktida Shri Gaura Karuna Shakti Vigrahaya Namastute Namaste Gauravani Shri Murtaye Dinatarine Rupanuga Virudhapa Siddhanta Dhanta Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shivashati Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Hare